Hello, I'm George and welcome to Queers in the Club, a new podcast discussing the best new music with an LGBTQ plus focus. Today is my first episode and I'll be looking back at my favourite queer tracks from 2021. I'll be thinking about the aims of this podcast and what counts as queer music, as well as reflecting on the talent from last year. Oh look, George is doing yet another podcast and no one asked for. Well, you're getting it anyway. Hello, hello and welcome to the Quiz in the Club podcast. Um, I'm George and I'm going to be presenting this new podcast um, specifically about LGBTQ plus music um, and hopefully you're going to enjoy it. I mean, this is the first episode, so I'm, I'm really excited. Obviously, um, I've done a podcast before, but that was a kind of with a friend, more of a casual thing. So I'm really excited to have a have a focus and talk about music, which is always, always fun. Um, and kind of my reasoning behind starting this podcast is because with the likes of uh, Little Nas X and Years and Years reaching new heights in mainstream music, I felt like there was a need to showcase the diversity of songs uh, being released today by queer musicians. Um, and by queer music, I don't just mean songs about sexuality or identity, but moreover songs released by artists that say have a queer feature or are produced by a queer person or songwriter, etc., so essentially just like an LGBTQ involvement in some way. I realise that by doing this, I, it may seem like I'm categorising these artists into the box of queer. But my intention is not just to label them, but rather just like showcase the artists and um, whether they explicitly express their queerness or not, kind of tap into that energy and be able to showcase it. I want the music chosen to be reflective of the diversity in terms of genres that queer musicians are working in today. Um, so obviously mainstream pop, hip hop, indie and alternative genres. Um, obviously, this is only a reflection of the music that I consume. And I mean, I'm by no means a music expert nor a queer theory expert for that matter. So what I will try to do is just offer my own um, knowledge, um, which is by no means extensive. I'm going to try and cover a lot of artists signed to independent labels because I think that's really important. But that doesn't mean that I'll be able to, you know, cover the nichest SoundCloud tracks that no one's ever heard of. Or, I mean, in the same same manner, not every single pop song that, that gets released. But what better way to do this than by actually showing you? So this episode, I'm going to be looking at my favourite queer singles of the previous year with an explanation behind each Um my format going forward will be looking at new releases specifically, but that'll be the podcast going forward. Let's just look today at my favourite singles from the last year. So for numbers 15 to 20, um, I'm just going to be looking, um, saying the title of the songs and maybe giving one or two words about them um, before moving more extensively into explanations from tracks 15 upwards. So here we go. Number 20. I sound like a bingo caller. At number 20, Man in Me by Maddie Diaz, released on Anti Records. This is an introverted look at relationship gone wrong and a very questioning, unsure ballad that has moments of real rawness. Number 19. 
lesbians all over the globe rejoiced as Silk Chiffon by Nuna featuring Phoebe Bridges was released on Phoebe Bridges' own new independent label, Satisfactory Records. The song is sugary sweet um, and it's just a feel-good pop song that's full of queer love. 18. Next, uh, 18, we have Zombie by Orla Gartlands that was released independently. It's a very catchy, just sing a songwriter tune. Fairly straightforward, but really, really catchy. It was stuck in my head for days. 17. Everybody's welcome in my house. My number 17 pick was My House by Jodie Harsh. A nice little club disco banger. Obviously, Jodie Harsh is a drag legend if you've not heard of them. Um, it was released on another Rhythm Records. So again, an independent release that's just good old fun. 16. Speaking of fun, Photo ID by Remy Wolf um, was actually released the year prior in 2020, but had a remix with Dominic Fike, aka the new character on Euphoria. Um, that really goes hard and I love it and the two just have so much fun it's really infectious look at me being a reviewer is this a new thing do I have good taste am I one of those people who's like I have good music taste I mean I clearly am one of those annoying people because I'm literally making a podcast about it it's very camp let's call it that call it camp right so that was number 16 which if you know how to count, normally means number 15 is next, which it is. Um, it's a song by Spelling, who had a really good um, year last year. Christia Cabral, aka Spelling, is a queer art pop composer and singer who came out with the album Turning Wheel in June of last year. The album is just full of enchanting string arrangements and has these kind of whimsical, fantastical lyrics that kind of remind me of Kate Bush or Joanna Newsom. Um, on the song, always, Cabral sings, Please don't steal my heart, don't hide away my loving. Um, and there's a definite pleading that goes on instrumentally as well. Um, there are horn sections and sweeping strings, uh, which add a bit of groove to the track. Um, it's one of my favourites from the album, so be sure to check it out. 14. Right, if you want camp, then you'll know this song. Coconuts. Kim Petrus, by far the catchiest song on this list. 2021 wouldn't have been complete without Coconuts. Um, so if you didn't know Kim Petrus before, you certainly do now, after it, that song just blew up on TikTok, um, which was before it was even officially released. I mean, I've been a fan of Kim Petrus and her kind of brand of glittery plastic pop since her debut back in 2017. She actually debuted this song at the European VMAs, becoming the first trans artist to do so. The performance that accompanied the song was kind of deliberately raunchy because it was in protest of the Hungarian anti-LGBT law, um, given that the contest was held in Budapest. Fun little rhyme for you there. Um, it's fun, flirty, and again, campy. The song will be forever stuck in your head, so I'm forcing you through it once again. 13. In an interview quite recently, the singer Tora said, I've never been compelled to self-identify as any particular gender or sexual orientation. It may seem paradoxical then to list her here, but that's just such a queer feeling in itself that I believe she answers bot here. Don't Go Putting Wishes In My Head is the song title. It's a synth-laden bit of indie rock, which has a real kind of anthemic quality to it. Um, Taurus is totally in control too. 
They're kind of defiantly expressing her um, apprehensions about her partner's seeming refusal to commit to their relationship. So my number 13 is don't go putting wishes in my head. 12. I mean, when discussing queer music, PC music just simply has to be mentioned. Um, if you don't know, the art collective and record label played a massive role in the growth of the hyperpop genre showcasing a number of boundary-pushing artists like Hannah Diamond and its affiliates Sophie, R.I.P. and Charlie XCX who focus on sugary, exaggerated vocals and really exaggerated pop production. Um, Nama Sender is no different and this track in particular from her album um, has super bouncy production from A.G. Cook, one of the biggest names of the PC Music Camp and it has a spoken word outro from trans DJ Goth Jafar um, this hook is super catchy and it won't leave your head for days. 11. At number 11 is I Do This All The Time by Self Esteem, which was an unexpected single from them. Um, she's an out and proud bisexual artist who's been kind of bubbling under for a really long time now. Um, the track I Do This All The Time features um, a spoken word passage backed by like a trip hop beat which leads to, to kind of a choral gospel um, hook. The song acts as like a mantra telling herself to stop trying to have so many friends, stop sending long text messages and essentially prioritise pleasure. I do this all the time. We laid that in the darkness and you were asleep and I wasn't checking my phone for a moment and I felt... 10 down, 10 to go. Um, I'm hoping you've enjoyed so far and you've listened to something that you uh, might want to check out. I'm sure many of you will have heard some of those tracks before. Um, but as always, I will link them down in the description of the podcast so you can have a look and browse every single track that will be mentioned. So that was number 11. I feel like now we're at the halfway mark. I can kind of go into more about the podcast and what I aim to do moving forward um, rather than just the usual recap of the year. As I mentioned before, this will not be the same format for the podcast moving forward. Um, I primarily wanted Quiz in the Club to be new music focused, um, which is what I intend to do really. And so every week it will be a reflection of new music released. So two or three albums um, dropped in the last fortnight to a month, um, uh, two or three new tracks, um, so singles leading up to new albums or whatever, and then some of my personal favourites from my library, so a couple tracks that might be a bit older, and then finally I might do a section on gay icons, um, so let's think about Judy Garland, uh, Madonna, why are these artists become icons in their own right to gay communities, and kind of looking at the mythology behind them. But anyway, enough about next week's show. Let's just get back into our next top 10 tracks. Back, back to, to number, number 10. 10. Bisexual women singing sad songs seems to feature a lot in my library and Clyro is no exception with the song Blouse. Leading with acoustic guitar, harmonies provided by none other than Lord, and some orchestral flourishes here and there. Blouse is a hush lullaby of a song. Clyro sets up a warm domestic space in the lyrics too, mentioning a kitchen table, folded napkins, 
only for the hook to just pull the rug from under you. Why do I tell you how I feel When you're just looking down your blouse Pondering on compromising part of herself proved to be painfully sad, which is why it makes for such an excellent example of queer music. Number 9 One of my Christmas presents was tickets to see Japanese Breakfast, aka Michelle Zorna, in late March, and so to say I'm especially excited to hear this song in person. Uh, Fittingly, Paprika is actually um, about live performances with Zorna, who's 2021, was also filled with the best-selling release of her memoir, Crying in H Mart, seeing about how she's able to express herself to fans who listen on every word. The marching snare drums and horn sections create a kind of parade-like feel and atmosphere that, that really revels in the excitement of live performance. Safe to say, this is one I can't wait to see. Song 8 At number 8 is the second A.G. Cook track on this list. Obviously we had No Regrets by Namasender earlier. Here we're looking at his remix of a song by Perfume Genius. Um, I mean the fact that he is here twice proves his credit as a producer and a hyperpop pioneer. The song is a remix of the track Describe by Perfume Genius which came off their 2021 remixes album. Um, I love the original song for its raw honesty and kind of rock distorted density um, about kind of inward troubles and pressure. Um, Perfume Genius is one of my favourite artists and I'm actually hoping to write my dissertation on two of his albums. Um, kind of they're all about queer identity in the face of um, illness. But where the original was heavy and dense, A.G. Cook's remix blows it wide open into a distorted uh, synthwave track with a kind of ethereal ending that has, you know, just been on repeat for me since it came out. Number seven. Eve Tumor's fluid, non-binary identity is so often reflected in their uncategorizable music. Part glam, psychedelic, rock, part post-punk, Jackie comes from Tumor's 2021 EP and is filled with guitar-driven layers and heavy percussion as to describe the breakdown of a relationship. The distorted vocals wail in anguish and confusion. I can't tell you what happened, they say. Released on Warp Records, um, the same label as Squid, Jockstrap and Kalela, Eve Tumor proves to be leading the way in experimental kind of rock production. It's a really interesting track. Six. Another hyperbop bop incoming, this time with more of an experimental take from Laura Laird's one half of the underground phenomenon at 100 Gex. Um, this track Haunted features her signature nightcore high pitch vocals, which interestingly she has said sort of was part of her transitioning process and gender exploration. Um, it recently was featured in an episode of Euphoria, which was a massive sort of step into the mainstream world. Um, it's less than two minutes for those of you with short attention spans and has this kind of bouncy bass line that then explodes into an energetic kind of screechy chorus and as abrasive as it is the song really grabbed some attention um, particularly in that that scene in Euphoria um, obviously which is a show in itself that promotes trans bodies and artists so all in all 
excellent reviews for this one. At number five, it's Head Cheerleader by Pom Pom Squad, and I find the opening to the song so addictive. I almost want Mia Berin, aka the front woman of Pom Pom Squad, to just scream it over the strumming guitars that introduce the track. Uh, interesting, just a few months before Olivia Rodrigo did the same thing, the band dropped this pump punk song from their debut album, which was also inspired by Cheerleaders and Homecomings. What Baron does, unlike Rodrigo though, is a queering take on these tropes, complicating the heteronormative tropes um, that so often crop up in American media. Um, being a queer woman of colour, Mia Baron kind of provides this fresh listening uh, with a track that grows on you every time. Number four. If you don't know Arca, then you absolutely should. Going by she, her, or they, them pronouns, Arca is an avant-garde Venezuelan electronic producer who's worked with the likes of Kanye West, FK Twigs, and Bjork. 2021 was an incredible year for Arca. Uh, she released four albums back-to-back as part of the Kick series. Um, Kick 3, so the third of those albums, was led by this explosive track, debuted before a live stream that raised funds for trans and non-binary victims of violence. Um, she raps in her native Spanish about fire in all forms and threatens to throw firecrackers in your face in Spanish. And to be honest, arguably, Arca already has done that. This production is uncompromisingly ferocious and I feel like, given its name, it is indeed incendiary. Number three. At number three, perhaps one of the most understated but sinister tracks of the year, I was enthralled by this track from queer artist Lucy Dacus from its opening seconds. The atmospheric soundscape that she creates is cold and spacious, but it allows her lyrics to tell the real story. Um, the song cropped up at Lucy Dacus's live shows from 2019, but she asked fans not to record it given the intensity of the content and the unfinished nature of the demo. The song Thumbs tells the story of Dacus's friend and their estranged father who tries to come back into the friend's life. The chorus outlines Dacus's true, murderous intentions as the father tries to worm their way back into her friend's life, um, and it makes for quietly shocking content especially from a singer-songwriter whose work normally is quite folky. I would kill him if you let me I would kill him quick and easy Number 2 Angel Olsen came out as gay in 2021, which made me ecstatic given that she's one of my favourite artists at the moment. I mean, her last two albums, All Mirrors, was one of the best of 2019 in my opinion, as was Sharon Van Ennes, funnily enough, who is on this track as well. Both leading figures in the indie rock and folk scenes, the song is a dream collaboration for me, um, and the two work really well together. Released on indie label Jag Jaguar, the song is a combination of the two artist styles. The verse is quite Olsen-esque in its kind of country folk melody, and the chorus is just pure Van Etten. 
it's jagged but anthemic. I feel like this could be from a Bruce Springsteen album. I mean, the song is just really crowd-pleasing. Um, and I, it's one that, again, I would love to see live. Number one. Now, if you know me, you know that I like a bit of St. Vincent. Annie Clark is a queer rock icon. She goes by the stage name St. Vincent, and she's a master of storytelling and accompanying soundscapes. I mean, this song is just no different. It was the lead single from her album, Daddy's Home, released on Loma Vista Records, and that was one of my personal favorites from last year. Uh, the album, and indeed this track, is full of retro 70s guitar-led psychedelia, and it has this Prince or like Bowie-esque groove. The song might be the best reflection of pandemic life I've heard so far, with lyrics talking about empty shells and bank rejections. But what really captures that feeling is the super compressed instrumentation. It's got these squelchy synthesizers, bass guitar, and like this sitar um, that's played by Clark herself. It's really funky, but it's also quite stifling. And I felt that that kind of represents a lot of what uh, most of us were going through during the pandemic. Um, I love the song for that, but it's just a great song overall, and I mean, it's made the number one on my list, so it must be some good. So there you have it, my top 20 songs by Queer Artists in 2021. I hope you enjoyed, I hope there were some things that you got the last sound of. Obviously, again, I am by no means an expert in music, so... This is just my kind of personal preferences. Um, please do subscribe. That would be great to see. Um, I'm going to be carrying on next week um, with the releases from January. So I'm thinking Yule, FK Twigs dropped a mixtape. So I might have a discussion of those. There's some new tracks as well that dropped that I'm really excited to talk about. So any subscribing you want to do, please do it now would really appreciate it. This has been the first episode of Quiz in the Club. Thank you for listening. I will see you next week. This is really weird. I won't lie. Um, I'm just talking to myself in my room. Listening to my favourite songs. Oh well. See you later. Bye bye. <laughs>